Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Well, there's your plane, Steve. Warming up. Look, I don't even know where I'm supposed to go, Rule. Well, the commissioner said he'd meet us here at the airport. Uh, Steve. Steve. Here he is. Hi, Commissioner. I'll go confirm your reservation, Steve. Okay. Steve, I'll be here right here in Macau. We haven't a minute to lose. What's this all about, Commissioner? You're going to Macau on the China coast. One of our agents is in trouble. Oh, who is it? Kurt Allison. As you know, the situation in the Orient is pretty tricky right now. Now, here. Look at this map. Mm-hmm. There are three areas, red, blue, and shaded. Yeah. The blue area is already friendly. The shaded area is on the fence. Kurt Allison was sent to negotiate a secret verbal agreement which would bring that shaded area into our camp. I see. Somehow the interests opposed to his mission learned his identity and have him bottled up in Macau. If they can prevent him from getting his report to us by next Thursday, then we're licked. Why doesn't he contact the consul? On this kind of a mission, Steve, Kurt has no recognition. He's on his own. Uh-huh. Any idea where Kurt is in Macau? He was supposed to register at the Hotel Splendide under an assumed name. You've got to find him and get him out of the country by Thursday. Sounds like quite an order. Any line on the representatives of the opposition? We only know that one of them walks with a limp. When you get to Macau, go to the White Jade Cafe. You'll be contacted there. White Jade. Okay. Steve, I don't need to tell you the opposition won't pull any punches. Yeah. Sounds like a nice keg of nails you've opened for me. It is, but we're depending on you, Steve. Find Allison and smuggle him out of Macau by Thursday. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment. Good luck. National Broadcasting Company is proud to present Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell, colorful, two-fisted government agent. At all those places in the world where danger and intrigue walk hand in hand, there you will find Steve Mitchell on another Dangerous Assignment. Yeah, that was my assignment. Go to a steamy, brawling port on the China coast and find an agent in trouble. A cinch. (laughs) Well, it was Tuesday when I got to Macau. I rode a rickshaw down a narrow, crooked street and wondered what knife was coming my way out of what window, and then I got to the Splendid Hotel. The only Splendid thing about it was the name. I expected nothing, and I got worse. But the clerk in the lobby was busting out all over with civic pride. Welcome to the Splendid Hotel, sir. Will you sign the register, please? Okay. Allow me to congratulate you on your choice, sir. This is the finest hotel in Macau. Yeah? Well, there you are. Mr. Steve Mitchell, United States. Huh. 
Are you on vacation, Mr. Mitchell? Not exactly. I'm a newspaper correspondent. Say, incidentally, where's the White Jade Cafe? Oh, just down the street, sir. Oh, okay. Well, better go take a look at my room. The bellboy will take you there. Right this way, sir. Okay. Yes, sir? That man who just registered here, the one who asked about the White Jade. Oh, you mean Mr. Steve Mitchell? Steve Mitchell from the United States? Yes. Would you like me to announce you? Uh, no. But you... I am a friend of Steve Mitchell's. I want to surprise him a little later. Thank you. Yes, sir. This your room, sir. You like? Oh, just great. On a clear day, I'll bet you can see the other wall. Oh, yes, sir. Will there be anything else? <laughs> no, thanks. Here you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Hmm. Oh. Hello? Steve? Kurt Allison. I saw you come in the hotel from my window, Steve. Where are you? Room 33, two floors above you. Look, I'm really in a spot, Steve. They blocked every exit. They've got me bottled up and a man in the room next to me keeping an eye on me. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you've got to get me out of my car, Steve. Wait. What's the matter, Kurt? There's someone at the door. You got a gun? Yeah. I'll be right up. Stall him till I get there. Okay. Who is it? Marco, the man who's being paid to watch you. What? Let me in. I have something important to say to you. Okay. Just stand still a minute. I'm unarmed. Put your gun away. I want to talk business. Okay, go ahead and talk. The people who hired me are not paying me much. Perhaps if you were to offer more... I could show you how to get out of Macau and make your report by Thursday. Are you interested? Well, I don't know. I... Batik! Allison, drop your gun. So, Marco, you would betray us. No! Hey! Allison! Allison, come back! Allison! <laughs> Kurt, where are you? Hey, who are you? Marco. Look, where's the American? He... he... What is it? What has happened? Oh, it is Mr. Marco. It was Mr. Marco. Who was he, anyway? I, he was staying in the next room next door. Where is the American who had this room? I wish I knew. Wait, the window is broken. Yeah, blood on the sill. The American who killed Marco went out the window and down the fire escape. Now, look. This is a matter for the police. At that point, I could see all the threads in the fabric, but I had a strong hunch one of them was around Kurt's neck, one was around mine, and someone was pulling on the middle. Kurt had disappeared from his room, leaving a dead man behind. That meant the police would be turning the town upside down to find him. It also meant his mission would go out the window unless I found him first. Eh, my job was getting easier by the minute. All I had to do now was to smuggle a murder suspect out of the country. And I knew that the opposition, whoever they were, would be out to prevent that. Bartek, so you are back. You fool, you should have made sure that Allison was dead. I shot at him as he was diving out the window, but I knew I hit him. Melani, close the door. Yes, Sigrist. The fact remains, Bartek, that Allison was gone when the police arrived. I know he was wounded. He could not have gotten far. We must find Allison. We do not have much time. What do you mean? This American, Steve Mitchell. He must have been sent to Macau to help good Allison. 
We know that their point of contact is right here at the White Jade. If Steve Mitchell turns up here at the White Jade Cafe, Milani will contact him. Then we will know for sure that he is the one. And then it is very simple, Sigrist. When we are sure he is the one, Batik will kill him. What would you like, sir? Well, I'll... Oh, an American, eh? Nah, Brooklyn. <laughs> Give me a scotch and soda. Oh, yes, sir. Quite a place you've got here. Oh, sure. We have almost everything here at the White Jane. There is a roulette wheel upstairs. Oh, beauty. And a piano player downstairs. Oh, beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone notices Milani. But right now, Mac, Milani seems to be noticing you. So I see, Joe. Oh, here you are, sir. Thanks. Thank you. Nice. The piano? Well, that's nice, too. I was hoping you would come over. Well, I couldn't very well turn down your invitation. You play well. Thank you. You are Steve Mitchell. Why, yeah. You seem surprised that I know your name. Were you not told you would be contacted here at the White Jade by one who could help you? Keep talking. I am the one. Oh. You are looking for Kurt Allison. Am I? Where is he? I do not know. He disappeared right after the man from the next room was killed. Well, you haven't told me anything I don't know yet. I think I know where he might be, Steve. Where? Come. Let us walk around. I can pretend to be showing you the roulette wheel upstairs. Lead the way. Did you see Allison before he disappeared? Yes. I was working with him. He really got himself into a spot, didn't he? Red hair and all. Yes. And he was pretty nervous about it. As you know, he registered at the hotel under an assumed name. But when he was here the night before last, a girl walked in and recognized him. She called him by his right name. He hurried her out of here at once. Any idea who the girl is? Yes. She is an American girl. And her name is Helen. Hey, Milani. Yes. A message for you. Oh? Excuse me, Steve. I will be back in a moment. Uh -huh. Why don't you try your luck at roulette while I am gone? That's an idea. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you are crowding me, sir. I didn't intend to, sir. I did. <laughs> what? You are Steve Mitchell, are you not? Yeah. Why? My name is Casca. I was instructed to contact you here at the White Jade. Oh, that's very interesting. You are looking for Kurt Allison? You know where he is? No, but I'm supposed to help you find him. You know, this has a sort of a familiar ring to it. But I think maybe you're a little late. I do not understand. Oh, skip it. So you've been working with Kurt Allison, huh? Yes, up until the time he disappeared. I hope nothing has happened to him. He's a fine man. Yeah, Red hair and all. Right. I thought he had brown hair. He must have dyed it. Yeah, he must have. Uh, look, I don't think it's such a hot idea for you and I to be standing here talking. Yes, perhaps you are right. Here is my address. You can contact me there. Okay, yeah. I'll get in touch with you if I need you. Steve! Coming. Oh, Steve. I have uh, found out where this American girl, Helen, lives. Good. Maybe Allison is hiding out there. Come on. 
the girl's apartment should be just down the street, Steve. Good. Hey, what's that up ahead? Hmm? Oh, <laughs> it is just a street carnival. Yeah. Sure packs in the crowds, doesn't it? Yes, yes, it is a traveling carnival. But it always lures many people wherever it goes. Mm, it should. They've really got the complete treatment. Sword swallowers, <laughs> fakers, look, even a ferris wheel. <laughs> yes. Well, here we are, Steve. According to my information, this girl's apartment is on the first floor. Hey. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Good old American blues. That music must be coming from her apartment. Sounds like it's down at this end of the hall. Come on. Here. This must be the one. Helen? Helen? Hey, wait a minute. Listen. Yes. The record. Why does she not take the needle off? Helen, I've got a hunch Helen can't take that needle off the record. Stand back, Milani. Look out now. Once more, Steve. Steve, look. Yeah. Steve, that is the American girl. Well, this record is ended. And so is hers. Come in, Melanie, and close the door. Yes. So, Steve Mitchell has accepted you as his contact, huh? Completely, Seagrass. Good. Seagrass, we know that Steve Mitchell was sent here to help Allison. Why do we not kill Mitchell before Bartek, he... you're a stupid fool. We tried to make that American girl, Helen, tell us where Allison was, and we failed. You were too persuasive with the girl, Bartik. She died. I was acting under your order, Seagrass. That is unimportant, Bartik. The point is that since we cannot find Allison, we will let Steve Mitchell find him for us. The message we found in Helen's apartment from Allison to Mitchell will see to that. But we read the message and it meant nothing to us. It means something to Steve Mitchell. Of course, Milani. It tells him where Allison is hiding. That is why we had you take him to Helen's apartment to be sure he would find the message. Stay with Mitchell, Milani. And when he leads us to court Allison, we will kill them both. Commissioner, it's Steve calling in from McCall. He's on the phone now. Good, thanks, Lord. Hello? Hello, Commissioner. What's the matter? I just came from a dead girl's apartment. What? You know, Commissioner, when you told me I'd be contacted at the White Jade here in McCall, you weren't kidding. What do you mean? I was contacted twice. What? Yeah, by a girl named Milani and a guy named Chaska. They both gave me the same story. Hmm. You know which of them is the legitimate contact? I think so. Look, uh, Kurt left a message for me. Uh, what'd the message say? First and second rules of concealment. Oh. Kurt taught me most of what I know about this business, Commissioner. According to him, if you've got to hide, you should choose a place near a crowd. So if you have to run, you can lose yourself in the crowd. That's probably the first rule of concealment. What about the second? He said you should always hide in the vicinity of a friendly contact. The only contact Kurt had was an American girl, Helen. She's dead. Hey, wait a minute. What is it? I think I've got it. It's just a hunch, but I'm going to try. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Hey, 
sir. You're the proprietor? Oh, yes. I am Dalai. At your service, you seem interested in the carnival. I notice you have been looking it over. Yeah, I've looked it all over except this first wheel of yours here. How about a ride on it? Oh, I am so sorry, sir. But you see the sign it is out of order. So I see. I also remember it was out of order when I came by here a couple of hours ago on the way to a girl's apartment. Oh, it takes time to make repairs. Yeah, let's see if that engine will operate, huh? Oh, but I have just told you, sir, it is out of order. Yeah, I know, but let's give it a try. I'd like to take a look in some of those baskets oh, on the wheel. Oh, no, sir. Hey, where'd that come from? Uh, I, I do not know, sir. I it was, came from uh... one of those baskets on the wheel. Start that engine. Uh, but I tell you, sir, it's I was... all right, Eli. He's a friend. Do as he says. Uh, very well, sir. Is the one just over our head. This one. Okay, that's far enough. Kurt. Hi, Steve. Are you all right? I collected a bullet in my leg. Did you kill Marco? No. One of their other agents got both of us. Why didn't you come to my room to hide? Well, I knew the police would search the hotels, so I went to Helen's apartment. I left you a message. I found it, Kurt. Near Helen's body. Oh. Well, she was trying to help me, Steve. Oh, sir! There's a policeman approaching. Get down, Kurt. Delay, start that engine. Oh, yes, sir. You are Mr. Steve Mitchell? Uh, yeah. Why? Permit me. I'm Lieutenant Neves of the Macau Police. Oh, what can I do for you, Lieutenant? You seem to be interested in a murder which took place at the Hotel Splendid. A man named Marco. Oh? Uh, perhaps you are a newspaper correspondent, as you told the hotel clerk. Perhaps you are an accomplice of the American who disappeared after the killing. You uh, think the American killed Marco? Hmm? His disappearance would seem to be proof of his guilt. I am not here to discuss the merits of our case against the American, Mr. Mitchell. I am here to warn you not to interfere with the police. I'll remember that. I hope you find the killer, Lieutenant Nevis. Thank you. Uh, incidentally, who operates this Ferris wheel? Why... I do, Lieutenant. Why? You're not a very good businessman. The wheel operates, but you still have the out-of-order sign posted. Oh, oh, thank you, Lieutenant. You see, I have just repaired the wheel and am now testing it. Good evening, Mr. Mitchell. Good night, Lieutenant. That was close, Dalai. Oh, indeed it was, sir. Stop the wheel, Dalai. Look, uh, I'd better be getting along. You tell Mr. Allison I'll come back here after the carnival closes and move him to another hiding place. I went down to the waterfront. I found me a rusty old tramp steamer. I made a little deal with the skipper, shoved a few bills into his receptive hand. I didn't know whether the plan I'd cooked up would work or not, but I had to give it a try. Melanie was sitting at her piano when I got back to the White Jade. I was beginning to think you had forgotten me. Well, I had a couple of errands to do, and when you're not sure who you can trust, they take a little longer. Mm. We must be very careful, Steve. Yeah. Well, I finally found Kurt Allison. You did? Where is he? He's in a safe enough place for the time being, but I've got to get him out of Macau in a hurry. I think I know how to do it. How? I want to buy a lot of curios around town. Curios? Yeah, enough to fill about three large crates, each crate about six feet long. Yes. Yes, I see. 
I've already made a deal with the captain of a tramp steamer. What kind of a deal? Well, for enough dough, he's not going to pay too much attention to what comes out of one of those crates after he gets to sea. Sounds like a good plan, Steve. I hope it works. When will you try it? I'll be down on the dock with the crates at nine tomorrow morning. Wish me luck. I do. With all my heart. Here. That is for luck. Hmm. Much better than carrying a horseshoe around with me. Oh, Steve. Steve, this has been so wonderful, our working together. This is work? Maybe after your job is finished. Yeah, maybe. And it should be finished soon, by 9 o'clock tomorrow. Okay, Chaska, get out your muscles. Let's get these crates unloaded onto the pier. Yes, Mr. Mitchell. Okay, we'll take this one first. You got it? Yes. Here we go. Easy now. This crate is very heavy, sir. Yeah. Okay, set it down here. Yes, got it. Now the next one. Got a hold? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, this one is not nearly as heavy as the first. No. Easy. Oh, oh, here comes trouble. Ah, Mr. Mitchell. Well, my old friend, Lieutenant Nevis. Stand right where you are. Do not move, either of you. Huh? What is the matter, Lieutenant? Who are you? Why, my name is Casca. Mr. Mitchell hired me to drive this truck. I see. Well, Mr. Mitchell, you did not heed the warning I gave you last night not to interfere with the police. What do you mean, Lieutenant? Kami, sit up. Tear those three crates apart. Hey, you can't do that. No. Hey, stop him. Cut it out. Stand back, Mitchell. Stand back. But I tell you that... We have definite information that Mr. Allison is in one of these crates. You are trying to smuggle him out of the country. Oh, look. You will regret this deeply, Mr. Mitchell. Look, Lieutenant. There you are. You can see there's nothing inside but curios. There are two other crates, Mr. Mitchell. Faster, Kami. But that's all there is in the other crates, too. Your bluff will not work. He's not in the second crate, either, hmm? And he must be in the third. Look, you're making a mistake, Nevis. Because you have made the mistake. A big mistake. There. The third crate is open. Now we shall see what... Why, there are nothing but curios in that crate either. You know, that's what I've been trying to tell you for the last five minutes, Lieutenant. But uh, I do not understand. Well, the next time you better check a little closer before you go around busting up people's crates. I must uh, apologize for my action. Yeah, okay. Chaska. Hi, yes, Mr. Mitchell. Take all this stuff back to the warehouse. It'll have to be recrated. Well, so long, Lieutenant. I did not expect you back from the waterfront so soon. I'm having a silver fizz. Will you join me? No, thanks, Milani. How did things go this morning at the dock? Not so hot. The police swooped down on me. The what? That surprise you? What? Well, yes, of course. How could they have found out about your plan? I don't know. Unless you could have told them. Me? 
Oh, Steve, you are joking. Yeah? Well, looks like our little partnership has come to an end, Milani. So long. But, Steve, I... Teacher, stay right where you are. Hmm. I was told in the States that a man with a limp was in on the deal. You must be the boy. Milani, Kurt Allison was not in in any of those crates. What? Surprise, huh? <laughs> it was a little test, Milani. You flunked it. Where is Sigrist? Right here, Milani. Mr. Mitchell, you are a very clever man. Thanks. I presume you're the head man of this unholy three. Your presumption is correct. Yes, you are clever, but your cleverness has its limits. What do you mean? You know where Kurt Allison is hiding, and at present you are our guest. Therefore, we shall shortly know where Kurt Allison is hiding. Bartek the knife. Wait a minute. Stand still, Mitchell. Hey, could you ease up a little bit on that knife? You are a brave man, Mitchell. But even the bravest of men does not relish the entrance of a knife into the stomach. Look, Seagrass... Unless you agree to take us to Kurt Allison, at the count of three, Bartek will bury his knife in you. No, I... One. I... Uh... A little deeper, Bartek. Two. Wait, wait a minute. Yes. Looks like I don't have much choice. A very intelligent observation. Allison's wounded. He's in a room near the waterfront. Take us to him at once. All right. Let's go. Which room is Allison in, Mitchell? This one. Is he armed? No, he's in bed, helpless. Now, you are depressed. Well, in this business, one learns that betrayal is better than death. Yeah, I guess so. Incidentally, speaking of death, why did you people kill that guy in Allison's room? We placed Marco in that room to watch Allison. But he betrayed us. Open the door, Bartik. Yes. After you, Mitchell. Okay. Well, there he is, in the bed. Is he asleep? Or unconscious. I will take a look. Wait, this is not an American. Okay, Jessica. Yes. It is a trap. Jessica, take secrets. Hey. I'll get Bartik. Let's go of me. Give me the knife. Don't do you much good. No. Stand still, Sigris. One move and I'll blow your head apart. Wait, Sigris, I help. Not so fast, Maloney. You let me go. Sit down. Sit down. You still have not won. You cannot get Kurt Allison past our men who are guarding every exit. You're a little late, Maloney. What? Kurt is already safely out to sea. He what? Yeah. By now, he's probably made his report to the commissioner by radio. And when Lieutenant Nevis finds out that Kurt Allison saw Bartek kill Marco... I don't think you'll be interested in Kurt anymore. I don't understand what... Ah, that deal with the crates was more than just a trick to expose you, Milani. I figured if the police found nothing in the crates the first time they came through, they wouldn't bother with them the second time. I took the crates back to the warehouse. Allison got into one of them there. Stevie... You know, I had you pegged quite a while, Milani. You told me you'd been working with Kurt Allison, but you didn't react at all when I said Kurt had red hair. Jessica reacted, though. He said Kurt had brown hair. You know something? He was right. Then all this time you knew... Uh, I just went along with the gag. As a matter of fact, I needed you to set things up for me with the crates. And after all, you wanted to help me so badly, Milani. I decided the only decent thing would be to let you.
have just heard another episode in the exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Dangerous Assignment is written by Bob Reif and directed by Bill Karn, with music by Bruce Ashley. Be with us next week at this time when Brian Donlevy, starring as Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. Here's more good news for mystery fans. Every Sunday, you'll hear action-packed stories to sharpen your wits when, over most of these same stations, NBC brings you High Adventure, Richard Diamond, Christopher London, and Sam Spade. During these stellar shows, you'll hear mystery and intrigue, adventure and high-tension drama to match your powers of observation against the best in detective fiction in solving crimes and unraveling intrigue. There's fast-moving action to lift you from beside your radio and transplant you into the romantic land of mystery and adventure. These four Sunday shows, High Adventure, Richard Diamond, Christopher London, and Sam Spade, are tops in thrills. So be sure to tune to your favorite NBC station for the best mystery and adventure programs. Tomorrow, Bob Hope presents the Look Achievement Awards on NBC. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.